welcome to the John Gardena classroom. A lot of things have transpired in the past weeks and months, and I feel like I just needed to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. So I'm going to get deep here with the foundational pillars of my show. So it's faith, family, fitness, and freedom. I'm going to start with faith. Faith to me is everything. Everything. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that he came down from heaven of his own free will, died on the cross so that we could be saved. That's what I believe. I believe the grace of God for that he has on us every single day is a gift to know that your father, everyone, your father loves you more than you could ever imagine. And the only way I know this to be true is by two things. Is one, by reading the word every day. And two, spending time in prayer with him. That's it. That's the secret. That's the secret dwelling place of the Lord. You have to understand that. Do you want to have a relationship with Jesus? the Father, and the Holy Spirit. It's simple. Spend time with them. Read the word. When we get caught up in this world that we live in, we think that we can do it ourselves, that we have control of the situation. We don't. We don't. The more you put yourself in the driver's seat, what happens is you, you actually make little progress, if not very much. When you put God in the driver's seat and you have faith and trust in him, that he will deliver you from your problems or your relationship issues, whatever you're having an issue with in this world, he will make sure that it will come to pass. Ask and ye shall receive. You know, the beautiful thing about Jesus is that when he came, he washed away all the old covenants, okay? I want you to understand this very clearly. When he came, he basically gave us two laws, two new laws, to love one another as I have loved you and to love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. Love God love everyone, love your neighbor, don't judge, just go out and be a righteous individual. That's it. You know how hard that is for people? And I get it. Because the devil deceives. Oh, he loves to deceive you, put doubt in your brain that you can't do it, that you're a failure, that God doesn't love you. Those are all lies. They're all lies. Don't let the world and the devil who wants to literally take your soul with him to be apart from God for eternity. Don't let him win in your, in your mind. That's where it starts. And then it manifests into your body and into your heart. So you get a choice every day. 
do I, do I listen to the devil or do I trust in God that he loves me? Some of you may not have a good relationship with your father. Some of you may have a great relationship with your father. Those of you who have a great relationship with your father, times up by a billion. And that's what the father's love is for you. It's unmeasurable. It's so beautiful. I want everyone who listens to this classroom to just try one, one strategy. Just try one strategy. Spend time with the Lord. Spend time with the Lord. And all that means literally is to be still and wait for the still small voice to come to you from the Holy Spirit. And to help this process, there's two things you need to do. You need to read the Bible, and I believe you need to fast. And when you fast, it's fast acting in the Holy Spirit to where you can hear, you can hear his voice resonating with you. I, I've, I'm telling you, this is my, this is the wisdom that I have sought through my own experience. So do that. Try it for yourself, please. Try it for yourself. The second thing, the pillar that I have the show about is family. God wanted all of us, okay? God wanted all of us to have a family. In Genesis, he says that. Go out and be fruitful and multiply. Why did he say that? He said that because he knew that he wanted all the sons and daughters of Abraham to go out and do what? To be his children. To be his children across the entire world. That's what he wanted. Does that make sense? He wanted that so bad because he knew that by doing that, that his, all of his children would go out into the world and they would go and love one another more and more and radiate his love towards everybody. That's what he wanted. Does that make sense? So family is a thing that's biblically based by God that he wanted, that he wants for all of us. Many of you live in a family right now that's probably broken and it's probably broken because of many reasons. But again, I go back to the deceiver. What does he do? Anger. Issues with fighting, right? Selfishness. Lust. All these things that are not of God that divide the family. That's what they do. They're not from God. God wants families to be joyful, peaceful, loving, and to imitate his ways. But we live in a world, you have to listen, this, you have to think very clearly when I say this, you have to not think of things of this world, okay? Especially with the family. You have to go back to the roots. Stability, right? Strength for one another. It's 100%, 100% in a marriage. It's being selfless. I am so blessed to have two loving parents who showed me what it was like to be a great example. I have a very loving wife who's the most selfless individual I've ever met. And because of her selflessness, she always thinks of herself last. She's beautiful in that way. And then that's the kind of person that you should look to when you marry. Someone who forgives. We're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. 
but you have to be just like God is to forgive, to love passionately for your spouse. And if you're able to have children, then you pass on those characteristics to them. Show them, imitate the love of Christ that he has for us to your spouse and your children. Love them unconditionally. Just like I said at the beginning to how to grow in your faith is spending time and being present with the Lord. It's the same to go with your family. How many of us are not spending time with our family? And that could be like tonight, I went to my son's game. It was awesome just to be present with him. You know, I was able to pitch for his team. It was great. It's, it's coach pitch. Being present. Not looking towards tomorrow. Looking towards now. Living in the now. That's how you win. What is important now? Not in the past. Not tomorrow. So your family is so important biblically by God for raising beautiful children in the faith. Okay, we're jumping to fitness now. Fitness is very important for your, your whole makeup of who you are. So when God designed us, we have our, our soul, our body, and our spirit. And I'm learning more and more about this as I as I've written um, the 40-day book. So your soul, you think about it, is your is your mind. All right. There's more to it, but it, it's your mind, the mindset you have, the, um, the mind frame um, of how you can imitate Christ through through His ways and learning and wisdom. Okay. Now the body, we're going on fitness here. I've heard people say, you know, and it does say in the Bible that the body is the temple, you know, of the Lord and the Holy Spirit. All right. So you, this is my experience. You have to take care of that body. You have to, it's important to. So what do you do then? Well, hydrate. Your body's mostly made up of water. You need to hydrate. Every single day, I, I recommend half of your body weight in ounces. Some may say more. I mean, just, just be conscious of it to hydrate. Two, you need to move your body. Your body is not made to be stagnant. What I've learned is that being able to sweat each day and, and break down muscles and, and rebuild, you get those endorphins. And I, I believe that God designed us to move. Our bodies are remarkable. <laughs> the more I've beat on my body from running or lifting, um, the strain you put on your body, it's a wonderful design that God made. He made us in his image. And if that is so, we should honor him by using our bodies to glorify him. Now, that doesn't mean like I'm glorifying him by if I run a marathon. No, but that is something that you do to push yourself and to show that you're capable of doing things. Okay, so take care of your body. Eating. What are you eating? Is it just a bunch of crap that's processed every day? Or are you eating healthy foods? It's very important to think about that. 
personally, I intermittent fast every day unless I do a heavy training load running. Why? There's two reasons. One is spiritual and the other is physical. And the spiritual part I said earlier is, you know, with fasting, you're sustaining from the, just being, um, I guess, just being always in routine as, as especially Americans of saying, oh, I should have three meals a day. And that's what it is. No, 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 no. Intermittent fasting allows you to let your body process the food. And because of that, good things happen. You have this autophagy where you allow your body to regenerate these cells and rebuild and clean out the old ones. So, you know, if you think about it just from the physical sense, you know, people back in the day didn't have three square meals unless you're pretty wealthy. And your body is fine. It actually performs better, better if you sustain from that gorging of food all day long, minute after minute, hour after hour. So fasting to me is a way to cleanse the body. That's the way it was, it's supposed to be. Spiritually, when you fast, you allow your body to deny, you deny the flesh to awaken the spirit. That's the best way I could put it. When you deny your body of food, you actually start relying on the Holy Spirit. And you have this awakening. And I'm telling you, in my 40 days of deliverance program, people will tell you it's something they never experienced before. Fasting is a beautiful way that is biblically based, again, to allow you to think clearly be more spiritually in tune with who you are with God, that relationship. So on the last point of fitness is I believe that everybody should be moving every day. Um, minimum, I'd say five days a week. You know, for me, uh, I just believe that if you sweat each day, you, you did your job. That's the bare minimum. Just sweat it up a little bit, get that body moving, get the blood flow, hydrate yourself, eat better, and guess what's going to happen? You're going to feel better. Someone asked me, like, how come you always have this energy and you have a good attitude? I take care of all aspects of who I am. I'm trying to honor God. He gave me this beautiful body. And because of that, I'm honoring him and how I take care of it. And you should do the same. You want to feel better? Start making better decisions. Have some discipline of what you do. And I guarantee you that you're going to feel better. And those people around you will notice a difference of not only physically how you look, but how you react and act with them on a daily basis with your attitude. It's critical. It's critical. The last part, my last pillar is freedom. Freedom to me is being able to make decisions, okay, whether it's financial, whether it's physical, uh, whether it's for my career, whether it's for my family, the freedom to choose to be free of the attachments of this world and to allow myself to be fulfilled as an individual. So I want to put those, I want to marry those two together, okay? Being 
free as an individual is allowing you, allowing me and you to use your gifts to be fulfilled. Now, being fulfilled for you is probably different for me. Fulfillment for me is to serve. It's to imitate Christ. It's to show the love of Christ to, to others. That's the best. That's the best feeling in the world for me. It's not about, I don't need, I don't need presents. I don't need material things. All I need is to share the good news and to know that I'm helping others to have an awakening in their life so that they come to Christ, number one, and number two, that they, they use their gifts and go out and do great things in this world. Are we maximizing the gifts that God's given us? That's the question. Are you doing that? Number two, do you feel fulfilled in what you do on a daily basis? Do you? And if you don't, then you need to seriously sit down with yourself after listening to this and write down what do you want? What is your purpose in life? What's the vision that you want in this life? Okay. That's so important. I was listening to a podcast today and one of the quotes came up uh, this between Nick bear and Cameron Haynes that Nick bear talked about. I read this book and he said that this one guy said that when he goes to heaven, the one thing he doesn't want is to see what God reveals to him of the person that he could have been. The person you could have been. Why wait? Why wait? Do it now. Don't wait for something to happen before you have to make a move in your life to become the person that God intended you to be. Do it now. And I'm telling you how to do it. Get in the word. Have freedom to know that you have choices in your life that you can make through discipline and being obedient to them. So my, my advice for freedom for you is start with discipline. Do something every day, every single day. For me, it's running every single day. It's reading. Actually, before that even begins, it's reading the word and praying right when I wake up and being grateful for being able to breathe that morning. Thanking, my, thanking God for my family, going down in prayer sharing a, a gospel verse with everybody on social media. And then I go run. That's a routine that allows me to be free. Let me tell you why, because I'm able to one choose when I want to do that. That's freedom. Number two, I have this freedom of my whole body, soul, and spirit. It's alive by six o'clock in the morning. I'm done with that routine. I feel alive. I drive to work and I say a rosary because I love the Lord. I want to be closer to the Lord. And by doing that, I'm on mission. Then I get to school. I'm, I'm, I'm on point of why I exist on this earth. It's to serve. So until you find out what makes you feel free and fulfilled, you're just passing the minutes and hours of day after day after day. And that is not the way God designed you to live. So you really have to think deep and long about this 
what is it that you have gifts of? You do. And if you say you don't, you do. Call me. DM me. I'm serious. I'll help you. But everybody has them. Now, what you do with them is up to you. And reach out to people. Be around the egos. That's, my, that's another part. The freedom to be around friends of fellowship. They're out there. You can only go to the next level of life if you make the right choices to be free and have fellowship with others and ultimately be in eternity with the Lord. Those are your choices every single day. So instead of doing negative habits that you do each day and wasting time and wasting talent and not being fulfilled, make the choice. Make the choice. I'm telling you the strategies. Be around great people. Be around those who love you. Be around those who support you. And become the best person that God has intended you to be. Because when you get to heaven, you don't want God to say, I had so much more that I knew you could do, but you wasted it. Why? Because you were comfortable? Because you were lazy? You didn't have a purpose? You have a purpose. God, if I could just... I'm trying to pour my heart out to you because I, I just love every one of you. I do. I, re I really want to see you just become the person that you were meant to be. And don't take all those talents to the grave. So, all in here. I hope you seriously sit down and think about what I talked about today. I really do. And it's not that I have all the answers, but I have seeked the Lord and I have learned the wisdom that he has given to me that has helped me to offer my gifts to others. Okay. And I just want you to feel the same thing, to be alive every day and it will be absolutely fulfilled knowing that you have freedom to be the greatest person that God's put on this earth for your family, for your community, for your country. I love you. Be good. And be a blessing to someone else.